Thank God. So <laughs> I have every other Friday off, right? Right. Um, and so this Friday was my Friday off. Um, I come back home from doing a couple of errands or whatever um, that I get done on my every other Fridays. And one of the vendors that I deal with calls the my work line and I get it on my personal phone. So I answer because I know we're having an event coming up and like that he may have like an important question, whoever it is, because I, I can't tell who's calling me from my work line because it doesn't show up on my phone. Right. So I'm like, oh, it may be a vendor. They may have a really important question. So I answer the phone. It is literally the most technologically illiterate son of a bitch that like <laughs> I have to deal with on, you know, I hadn't talked to him in months, but like we're having an event and like he basically is going to be able to participate. So like he, you know, called to ask me a question. Now here's how the conversation started. He tells me that he registered for the event, but that he had gotten an email um, saying that he needed to do an, an extra step and he didn't understand. And so I told him, hey, even though you registered via the invitation form I sent you, you still have to register for Zoom because right. you can't get into the Zoom meeting otherwise. Tell me why this man then claims he didn't get an email when we just talked about you getting another email like that said you had to do an extra step. I'm over here like, what the fuck do you mean like that you didn't get another email? You literally just started the conversation. But I didn't want to be on the phone with this man. First of all, I'm not supposed to be working. In my, in my world, when it is my like Friday off, I don't, I don't have a job from Friday to Monday morning. Don't call <laughs> me. I don't exist. Who is who? Who Nikki Alley? She don't she don't work for you right now. So the fact that I even answered the phone for you at all was a miracle because I was gonna hang up on you. Like I was just not gonna answer, but I answered the phone. And now you're gonna come to me with this nonsense. So I'm like, I need to get you off the phone as fast as possible because I don't like you right now. Like we we're not friends. So like he's on the phone, he's like well like what do you mean i haven't gotten an email then how do you know that you have to do another step if you didn't get a goddamn email what are you <laughs> so i was just like you know what i'm gonna he didn't sign himself up so i was like i'm gonna send the link the direct zoom link for the two guys that you registered for this thing to sign up directly for it, okay? Don't right. even worry about it. And he's like, well, how will they know like which? Cause he's country as fuck. Well, how will they know which one to sign up for? And I'm like, sir, <laughs> sir, it's gonna be the direct one. They don't have to look. All they have to do is click on it. It will take them to the registration page. Boom, bam, boom. There will be no issues. That's it. And he's like, oh, well that's, amazing thank you so much and i'm like yes you're welcome get off my line get the fuck off my line <laughs> last country bumpkin like you you are you backwards at like i was just like <laughs> you know get off of my line he gets off the phone he's like oh thank you for so much for all you do uh-huh uh-huh kind sir goodbye get up ah! yeah i guess i can kind of relate so i work you know wirelessly Mm -hmm. telework for the Moderna project. So right now our cases are just decreasing. So we're doing a crap load from Europe. Yes. So 
for good three hours, I had nothing to do. I'm just sitting here, mind my own business. I'm just bored half the time watching YouTube videos and everything. So I'm thinking I work from 7.30 to 4, which is kind of 8.30 to 5. We worked on uh, Eastern uh, Standard Time. So I'm thinking, great, I am done. I'm about to turn on my computer. And then in my Microsoft Teams, one of my coworkers said, hey, can you send this 1K for a translation? I'm thinking you couldn't give me the three hours. I had nothing shit to do. So, and it was a Friday. That's the last thing I had to do. You couldn't just give it to me like any of the three hours where I had nothing to do. So I'm thinking, you know what? Finally, you're going to pay me extra for 15 goddamn minutes. I have to send this. I don't even know. I had to translate this document. I forgot what, what language they spoke in Austria. But it's German, not Austrian. So, <laughs> fine. Yeah, so I have to learn different countries to speak different types of language. I mean, me, I just want to be lazy. Thinking, Can I just steal, like, Northern Ireland? They already speak English. So, but I'm thinking, nope. Work in the Netherlands, the Portuguese, and the other ones. So, gives me extra work to do. So, I guess can't really hate. Welcome to Confrontational Millennials, everyone. <laughs> I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm Belle Mars. Um, and this week, we are going to be talking about what we need to keep post-pandemic, because y'all are already acting a fool outside here, and I'm not having it. Okay, so yeah. but before we do that, we're going to play yay or nay really quick. Um, and it's going to be real, like all over the place. Cause I did not prepare beforehand. Not really. <laughs> like I just took a whole bunch of screenshots and I didn't like write down anything. Um, so, but we're going to start with this little nugget of information. Um, they are releasing another Ted Bundy movie. It is called American Boogeyman <laughs> and it stars Chad Michael Murray as the serial killer. And Twitter reacted to this by saying, why do y'all keep making fucking Ted Bundy movies? I'm over it. So in the spirit of remakes and like reboots and like making multiple movies about one subject, Belmars, do you feel like we need um the same story told over again for the new generation or can we just stick to the classics and move on i mean we can stick to the classics because i don't think not that long ago we had the ted bundy confession tapes because i'm thinking yes is an interesting serial killer i mean he's okay I mean, I know regionally certain things are more attractive than other things, but I'm just thinking he's probably like a salt. I'm going to be like Kevin Samuels right now. He's a seven. He's a six at best. Um, <laughs> Rate those serial killers. Rate my serial killer. Yeah, since he's average, um, he's scrawny. And I'm thinking, do we really need to hear about how a white man doesn't believe? I mean, I'm actually more interested in like Jeffrey Dahmer, but that also pissed me off too. Cause here are like two women of color thinking, hey, this guy, he kidnapped this kid. This kid is 14, he's near death, he's dying. Jeffrey Dahmer's white ass comes out like, oh no, those two women are lying. He's 18. We're just gay lovers. Like, okay, I believe the white man over you two ladies. So bye. 
So I'm just thinking it's just kind of like a, a flex of like white people. And I'm thinking Jeffrey Dahmer isn't even all that cute. There's like other serial killers that we can cover. It'll be a lot more interesting. I'm thinking we, we just, just stop it with him. I'm thinking, yeah, he's a big charismatic. He almost, he also helped out in Republican politics, like in Oregon, uh, went to law school. But yeah, I mean, I love like as much, I'm a true crime buff, but come on, we can just do other people. I love to hear about Jim Jones again, because a guy who drank the Kool-Aid, that story needs to be retold. Right. So there are other like serial killers and cult uh and like cult people that we probably need to retell and also like a cautionary tale because right now since we don't trust so many institutions today that's how uh, uh cult leaders come up right there we go like and as a side note to like all you people who think these serial killers are cute i need y'all to like see somebody <laughs> like i need you to see somebody because like i've seen pictures of ted bundy and jeffrey dahmer and i don't get the appeal but again like i said on this podcast before maybe i'm just not into white men enough to get it like i don't see it i don't understand i like, mean there's richard ramirez the night stalker i mean it, to me it's just unsettling because his eyes are so black and he was a hardcore satanist yeah. so yeah but still it's not that cute i'm thinking oh he's so smart he's so understand understand i'm thinking people like bad boys i'm thinking that's the ultimate bad boy and i guess it appears to whatever but there's like there's a difference like, i think and we talked about this before too there's a difference between a bad boy and like someone who can look at you and they and you know that they probably like like smother you with a pillow in the middle of the night and feel nothing like do you really want to be the desdemona to somebody's uh uh freaking whatchamacallit othello yeah othello is that what you want like i don't understand <laughs> oh y'all are weird um but yeah he's just like, really overrated and just there are other serial killers that are out there. That's, that's what I'm saying. Listen, there are plenty of white men who do terrible things every day that y'all can cover. Y'all have so many, like, so many people to choose from. Why do you keep picking the same white men over and over? Like, give these other, like, terrible white men a chance. To yeah, I mean, the good thing about true crime, I also realize how bad police are at their job. <laughs> that they can kill people for years and not get anything and i guess another thing is like what about hh homes um he killed uh people who have special needs and african-americans knowing the police would never really look into people who killed them so i'm thinking that's probably a better conversation piece than like ted bundy who likes to kill women right like is it are they both important yes but ted bundy's story has been told like how many freaking times please get something else to talk about um but moving on um we're gonna go to with something that happened in our home state this this week Texas Democrats uh, fled the state in an effort to block the GOP-backed voting law, which basically would, I don't know a lot about it, but from what I understood from the reports and why they left, it would basically, it would basically take away, make voting harder than it already is. 
So yeah. there would be a lot of voter suppression. There would be a lot of like 24 hour voting polls would go away. Like a lot of things like being able to vote at night, like a lot of things were like that would go away. And essentially like the Democrats were not for it. So they fled the state, about 50 of them fled to DC um, this week in order to lock essentially the vote to where the, the GOP couldn't pass. Um, this voting law. So, um, and I think, I don't know, I don't, help me out here, Belmars, I don't know if they came back or not, like if they're all even back yet. Uh, I don't think they're, I think there still could be uh, Washington, D.C., and also add, like, they'll probably, like, get rid of Sunday voting. Yes. Um, limit the hours for early morning voting, and mm -hmm. also increase partisan uh, poll washers where they're allowed one aggression per moment so they can like hold a gun like who are you voting for and thinking I feel a threat and like okay I won't threaten you anymore I just one per day so I just think it's really bad to have partisan poll watchers yeah, that makes yeah. me nervous and also they're trying to talk about like in Harris County how we adopted drive-through voting right, they're probably right. talking about getting rid of that because I'm thinking it's not really making elections more secure I'm just thinking you're just trying to rig the game because y'all losing right because and on top of that they also had the opportunity if like let's say the person that's ahead of watching the elections can also throw out the election uh result if they feel like there's any allegations of cheating in the elections so i'm just thinking let's say oh joe biden won uh houston i think there was cheating in harris county i'm just gonna throw this out which if you know harris county is literally like a small country in terms of population so that's, that would be devastating to any, like, you know, any politician who was trying to win an election. But yeah, essentially, like, that was their terms. The uh, Democrats are like, fuck y'all. And so they left. And so my question is, because a lot of the things that were being talked about was essentially how... Um, they were wasting taxpayers money because they were being paid for this and like they held up the hold so they have to pay for every single day they're in there. And so my question is like, well then like, do you really care a that like they wasted your money for like a couple of days as a taxpayer yourself as an I am as well. Do you care that they wasted your money for a couple of days or are you okay with the idea of somebody um, kind of making these ultimatums in order to get you know what they want if it's for a good reason i guess i think better. if it's for a good reason especially for the constituents in your district like you represent harris county mm -hmm. who uses drive uh thrive through voting or the fact if you want to get like mail-in voting but now they're making it hella hard like oh you have to be disabled you have to be all these other things x y and z do mail-in voting um I think that's probably it's a good thing if they said they're going to give up their uh, their salary, then that's noble, because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of politicians, especially in fucking Texas, that probably does worse, i.e. <laughs> Ted Cruz, <laughs> Dan Crenshaw, right. uh, who are probably fucking around with my taxpayer dollars. That's I really don't approve of. Right, exactly. So I mean, at least they're being transparent about where the hell my money is going. Like, yes, like, you may have locked voting out for this bill. But like, if it means that 
people are going to be able to have because you know that people work like like odd hours like are you really gonna like shaft like whole like job industries where they don't get off until like six seven o'clock at night and not allow them to vote as it is like voting is not a holiday like nobody gets like prepaid hours off to just go vote as it is so like a lot of people can't afford to just leave their job for however many hours they have to stand in line so they can go like exercise their their right to vote and so it's just kind of like I don't care that they in fact I would be like do it again bitches take me with you like because like the you you're literally keeping you're not even to me it's like you're not even trying to be subtle anymore about the fact that you're trying to suppress the vote like you're you're just in our faces blatantly like we don't give a fuck about anyone who is poor or black or brown or like like you're just like disabled all of you but i don't care about any of (laughs) y'all like yeah and on top of that like we have like our tenant governor fucking dan patrick because there's a recent case where you know a man who stood into line for six hours to vote and ended up that he wasn't eligible to vote because you know he was on probation but his probation wouldn't expire until after the election so he decided to vote before he's getting prosecuted and be going to jail for six years for 10 years for illegally voting even though yes he did did something back in the 90s he served his time then he should be allowed to vote i'm just thinking that's voter fraud that you're prosecuting do we feel safer to see a man like that who's working a civil duty who served his time behind bars we're spending money paying for this case to be prosecuted fucking no. no i'm thinking i'm more outraged about those cases about people who probably misunderstood the law or may not fully understood the law were okay i was a former convicted felon i mean there's a former because i think dan patrick's a felon himself so we're saying right. that as a felon you can run for texas government but you can't vote oh, like that doesn't make any sense and then it's just like the way that these laws are set up how is this man going to jail for six to ten years but bill cosby has only went to jail for less than three make that make sense like how because he accidentally like tried to go vote when he was on probation how how does that make sense? It's not like this man was actively being held in jail, which that also is another discussion, but we're not going we're not going to go into that today. But it's just like Yeah, I guess my unpopular felons after you serve your time should be able to vote. But Right, yeah. like why wouldn't they? Like especially for these petty ass crimes, like if I sold weed on the streets or I pickpocketed somebody when I was like a kid, like why are you like telling me now that I can't vote just because I made one med- It's people and it goes kind of to your your thing last week where you're like oh we're willing to forgive like whole ass monstrous like monstrous like men who have literally like killed hundreds and thousands of people but one person makes a mistake especially when they're young and we literally will never let them forget that shit ever But like, if especially if you're not in the right area, like people like Bill Cosby and what's that other little boy's name who I fucking hate him. The one who, um, the one from that elite school who like- uh, Brock Turner? 
Yeah, like Brock Turner gets six months and we're all like, but he's a like a swimmer and he's great. Oh, those people get to like go away scot-free. But because uh, Freddie down the street uh, got caught with like a bag of cocaine in his car, he never gets to vote again. How the fuck does that make sense? Right. And if what they're going to vote for, for the purge, it's mostly just to vote for a fucking candidate. So it's not like, okay, a couple felons can swing your vote one way or the other. So it is frustrating. So I'm thinking yay to protect voting rights in Texas Mm -hmm. because you're kind of bringing back Jim Crow. Exactly. So I'm just thinking go for it because honestly, as a taxpayer, I'm more pissed off at Dan Patrick like prosecuting allegations of voter fraud, which really just people who probably misunderstood that they didn't know they were able to vote after serving their time. Exactly. Y'all were just, y'all were exhausting, bro. Like, I love Texas, but y'all be fucking trash. Just the worst. All right, we're, sorry, I have to scroll through all my damn pictures um to get to the next one. Oh, so the Emmys so side note i had i did not know in my 27 years of living that there was two separate em- like emmy reward ceremonies oh, like daytime emmys and like nighttime the prime time i didn't know that <laughs> the prime time <laughs> emmy nominees have been announced they were announced earlier this week um among like the the counted mj rodriguez from pose was a in the first um, trans woman up for a major acting Emmy, as well as a few other, uh, there was a lot of black people who were nominated for Emmys and we're like, that's what we're looking for. Okay. So Sweet. do you be in, in the light of, um, how the past award shows and like Oscar so white, are you hopeful that the Emmys will deliver on giving black and brown actors and actresses ignore that and shows <laughs> the rightful recognition and awards that they deserve? I think, oh, I mean, am I optimistic? I say, hope it will be a good trend or I'm just thinking it's more like a pendulum swing, like one year of thinking, okay, we're open to like supporting the LBGT community and black people and the other way we can go white. So my pessimistic side thinking, no, it's just probably just been thinking, see, remember that one time last season we gave all you color folk and mm-hmm. LBG folk, you rainbow folk, what you wanted. So we're gonna do it our way and then they get backlash and it's back one way and then it's the other. Cause I think about with the Oscars where one year, okay, Moonlight won. And then the next year, uh, Green Book won and that got backlash. And then another year, Parasite won was the first non uh, English speaking movie that was nominated and won. And then I'm probably just keeps going back and forth. So I'm thinking probably just the sweat pendulum swings one way and then it's gonna swing back the next. So it's gonna be like all white men. Jesus. So my pessimistic side thinking is probably just history repeating itself, thinking, okay, hopefully we'll just shut you guys up and just give you your prime time like hashtag black girl magic hashtag black girls rock hashtag lbg winning hashtag stop asian hate and then just can go back the other way so my pessimistic side thinking this probably just gonna be like something to probably shut them up versus just starting a trend that's true um i have to say that i am probably more on the side of that um 
I do think though, like I am hopeful that we're going to have more, um, we're gonna have a lot more television that is centered around black and brown and is written and directed. Because I mean, when you think about it, this is probably the, we're in a time now with the most like diverse, like cast and like crew and like behind the camera and in front of the camera than we've ever been in our life. So I'm hopeful that like, even if we're not gonna get the accolades from like, it's like, it's like that age old argument where people are like, instead of trying to like get a seat at the table that they've created you know what i'm saying like that white people have created why don't we just make our own fucking table you know and it's just like so even if we don't get the accolades that we deserve from that table we know there's still like the we're still impacting the community as creators and as they are um and inspiring people to create more and more diverse shows and like just tell stories that are not just ted bundy over and over for fuck's sake because <laughs> i am a little bit hopeful because for example one of my favorite actors and i guess overall goddess Issa ray because she started out making awkward black girl videos because i remember watching the first time in college on youtube and no one else she felt and she didn't want to sell out and then she got with the deal with hbo and she made insecure and then after insecure um she actually made her own studio and like every year like weekly she put like uh stories made by black authors and even now she's working with jabuki young white Mm -hmm. to make a story about i think like black gay thugs Um, so i'm absolutely looking forward to that and um also they work with black lady sketch show and which is hilarious so i think it could be also we see a lot more creative people come up and start telling more diverse stories because thinking okay we're getting tired of the same old ted bundy uh white dude thinking let's just see more people and not just like black people with like civil rights and slavery i'm thinking can we not hear about black pain (laughs) or because that's what marcy martin uh one of the youngest producers by the Guinness Book of World Records, said she's going to make, she made a new rule, no black pain for like rules. And I think it's great. And I also think she should probably go out to other communities as well. I'd love to see like Asian stories because one of my favorite uh, romantic movies was on Netflix called Always Be My Maybe. Yes, I liked Always Be My Maybe. It was so cute. Like, especially, and it's, and your boy was in there, um, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Ali Wong Uh and uh, Randall Park as the creative leads because I'm thinking it's great to see like good love story and yeah that they are Asian American in San Francisco but I'm thinking it's not just oh it's about my Asian Americanness and it's so hard being Asian American just like two Asian Americans in love set in San Francisco and I love it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, like everything, while those stories are important, like it's important to show like history and to make sure that people understand like the plights of these different marginalized communities. We can also just have like a fun, I mean, who said it? Roy Wood Jr., I think from uh, um, The Daily Show. The Daily Show said it the best. He was like, 
he's like everybody liked black panther because it was fun like it was it wasn't just a story i mean and i think it balanced that well it told a story about hey it's hard to be black like wherever you are or whatever but like also it was just like people fighting and like shit being fun (laughs) yeah i think same thing for wonder woman thinking yeah they admitted that okay She's a woman, especially during World War One. They didn't listen to women, but also she can kick your ass. And it was an overall great movie. One of the, like, the best DC movies, dare I say. Yes. One of so. the best live action ones. Now, I don't know about the animated ones because those are bomb as fuck. But like... <laughs> yeah, live action one, Wonder Woman, especially with the female director, was probably one of the best. I mean, Superman of Steel couldn't compete. Dark Knight couldn't compete. So definitely Wonder Woman was best. And, and it's great since the message that we want to see more stories like these. Exactly. So yeah. Um, yeah, like I'm anticipating that they're probably going to give like us a couple of awards, us a couple of awards. Like I hope they give, at the very least, I hope they give MJ an award because she really did like act the fuck out of that role in Pose. Like, I don't even watch Pose like that, but like the times I did watch, every time I watched a fucking show with my dad, like I would be like, why am I crying? <laughs> it's good. So like that show deserves everything that it gets. Um, okay, we're going to keep going um norwegian cruise line is suing florida uh well actually they sued florida on tuesday this came up over a state law that would fine businesses up to five thousand dollars if they force customers to provide proof of vaccination the company is basically accusing florida of preventing it from safely and soundly resuming trips so we we both know that Florida act a fool, okay? Yeah. We all know that. And in the 50 states, everybody's ashamed of Florida, okay? <laughs> but like, my question to you is, does it, do you think that they have like a pair of legs to stand on? Like, do you think that Norwegian Cruise Lines has a pair of legs to stand on as far as saying like, oh, people should ha- be required to provide proof of vaccination to be able to get on this ship? Or do you think that like federal laws and like state laws are kind of like battling here and like, this is not gonna really go anywhere? Yeah, cause no state law, cause Texas kind of said the same thing. Like we won't require you to give a vaccine passports. And I feel a certain way about vaccine passports. Cause I know anytime you travel internationally you have to be like vaccinated for certain things. So like, oh, if you want to go to Mexico or when I want to go any or like go to India or like right. any parts of Africa, like Nigeria or Egypt, you have to like be vaccinated for certain things. So I thinking because federal law, there is no federal law that say you have to acquire him. So I really want to say like a lot of Republicans are kind of fighting a pointless uh cultural war saying oh vaccine passports so i'm just thinking and yes uh the cruise lines are a private company so they can require whatever kind of like no shoes no shirts no vaccine no service because being vaccinated is not really a social class that's protected i mean unless you are uh, immunocompromised there are people who are immunocompromised that probably can't get the vaccines yes. most likely you're not one of them if you right. are anti-vax right like um, you're you're probably not Karen, like sit your ass down. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so I think, um, 
maybe Florida may lose this. I'm not a legal expert, right? But because uh, I think any private business can probably require whatever they need of you. And I'm thinking, if, so from state line, I don't think they have anything unless no. The Norwegian Cruise Line said to Florida, thinking, okay, we won't require people sign a contract with Florida. Like, okay, we'll require people to have like vaccines. So, because I think they have to do whatever they could to keep people safe on their cruise lines. And I remember talking with Stewie that maybe she should do Disney Cruise Line. She said, yeah, Norwegian Cruise Line is ghetto as hell, but Disney would never. So. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Classic Stewie. Yeah. So, I- yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what to make of it. Obviously, like, neither one of us got a degree in law, child, so, like, we cannot say. Um, <laughs> but, like, I I don't know. Like, I would just be all, like, you can't get on my damn boat. Like, that's me. Like, be because, like, I mean, just remembering last year, like, all the trouble cruises had, like, as far as the vaccine went, because essentially... I, I haven't been on a ship, but my parents have been on like cruises all because they're old. They're like in that midlife range now or yeah. like they just want to be on boats and shit. And like, <laughs> but like they've been on a lot of them and they're pretty much like, it's basically like being in a can. Like you're like, right. unless you're docking somewhere, like you're always on the boat. There's always like a high traffic movement of people. Like it doesn't matter what deck you're on. It doesn't matter what you're doing because you don't want to stay in your room. It's just a tiny little like box. So yeah. like get out and you go do things. And so like, you know, like essentially it's just a hot box for disease. All right. Yeah, park like a giant Petri dish on the seas. Exactly. A Petri dish on the seas, child. So I would just be like, well, guess what, bitch? You can't get on my goddamn boat because what I'm not about to do is be like responsible. Like get shut down because I like took one person on this boat and they infected 50 people (laughs) like it's not happening would not be me um but again I'm not a legal expert but I would I would guess that you know they'll probably win like you know Florida or Norwegian Cruise Line? No, Norwegian Cruise Line. Fuck Florida. Uh, (laughs) Y'all are y'all are out of your minds but um yeah that's what I would say that's what I would say. Um, an interesting thread that happened this week. Um, somebody, no, you know what? I'm going to skip it. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Uh, I'm just going to skip that one. Let's go. Oh, there's so many videos in here. Y'all, y'all need to check out my Instagram. Cause I'm, I'm trying to post more videos. Um, space jam came out on Ooh. Friday. Um, all of the children and that was kind of that kind of goes towards um what we were talking about earlier but for this question i'm going to ask will you watch it yeah i actually would watch it because i guess i had a lot of good memories watching the original space jam Mm -hmm. um i watched it 20 million times (laughs) too many times to count and on top of that i had like the space jam soundtrack yes Uh, come on and welcome so work that body work that body make sure you don't hurt nobody good mind whoosh mind set it up in overtime getting dj turn it up man i need to go jam to that while i'm working out today but (laughs) so i would watch it i mean i'm trying to avoid too many spoilers but a lot of people complained that it was too cheesy 
but I'm thinking it just they say it was like commercial grab. Uh, but I remember the original Space Jam was actually because of like I think Olympic uh commercials that Michael Jordan was in with Bugs Bunny. So they decided let's just make it a whole ass movie, one giant product placement. Yeah, I mean it it, it is when you think about it. It was so he could sell Jordans, y'all. Like <laughs> Yeah, because he can sell Hanes on Nikes and McDonald's because that because Michael Jordan back in the 90s and the Chicago Bulls, I mean I'm not from Chicago. I don't I don't think I went to Chicago, but everyone loved Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Everybody. So everyone that's why like all of the new like k-pop girls that y'all love they wore a bulls jersey at one point in time and they probably wore michael's number because they fucking love him (laughs) so i would watch it um probably put my childhood aside because you know i'm damn near almost 30 um late 20s so I will watch it, you know, out of pure curiosity. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I, I mean, that's what got me into basketball. That's all I knew mostly about basketball was Space Jam. Exactly. My brother was like hardcore into basketball. And when like, and my brother is like 12 years older than me. So like when Space Jam came out, we were like, were we, were we like seven? How old were we? Seven or eight, something like that. I'll go double check. When did Space Jam come out? 1997. 1997. Damn, I was only three. Anyway. Yeah, but I remember we have it on like cassette. So I remember watching a lot in like 1999. Yeah. And then we also had the Space Jam soundtrack too. Yeah, I feel like I watched it like when I was like five or something. And like, of course, like my, like big head, like big head was like 17 at the time. And he was like really into like basketball. And like, that was like the only thing that was the only basketball player I knew. I was like, Michael Jordan. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anyone else. (laughs) I'll probably watch it at some point just so I can be all like, all right, let's see what LeBron James has. Cause you know, like, I don't dislike that man. I'll give him some ducats, you know what I'm saying, from my streams. So <laughs> I'm probably going to check it out. Um, but yeah, it's on HBO Max for those of you girls who are wondering. Um, so you can check it out there if you haven't already. Um, Normani and Cardi B uh, released a single called Wild Side. I watched it. It was very like, it was giving me very like, Aaliyah, Tony Braxton, like this is the early 2000s vibes. And I was like, yes, girl, get down. Mm, mm. And it was really like, it, and it really wasn't like, I mean, she was dancing to it like it was a dance track, but I was listening to it and I was like, I mean, I like it. It's like, it's real, like, I don't know. I was kind of mellow. Like I was like, okay, girl, I'm here for it. Show, yeah. make that man show you some things. See, I'm gonna say it like this. Last night, I went to a Nicole Byer concert. (laughs) And Nicole Byer said something about how she needs an exhausted man. And I felt like that corresponded with the single. Like, not like he needs to be exhausted, but just kind of like, she's like, I'm not going to demand. I'm simply going to tell you what you're going to give me. And you're going to do it because that's what you want to do. I felt like she was hypnotizing people. But... Do you think that this could be because she collaborated with Cardi B? Do you think that this could be like 
a comeback kind of ish for Normani because she's not really that popular, quote unquote. I think it could be because I'm thinking that's kind of like how they get in reference relevance because I'm thinking kind of come in with a bigger star and they come in to do crossovers so I think probably could be her way back probably get some more tunes because it is a very oversaturated market of music girl it is I was gonna say that as my unpopular opinion last week but I kept that to myself but I I'm gonna tell y'all now like there's too many of y'all because some of y'all have weird ass names okay like <laughs> I remember I looked somebody i saw something on twitter that said allegra snow like released an album i'm like who the fuck is that like I don't, <laughs> but like it was trending on twitter and i was like she must be some big girl with the like the gen z kids but like i don't know who she is what is she <laughs> like i felt like i felt like um god damn it what's her name where she was like she literally she's like i'm sorry to this man uh <laughs> oh kiki palmer i was like kiki palmer i was like sorry to this man i don't want to offend him but i don't know him like i wouldn't recognize him if i was like i don't know who she is but like <laughs> she was trending like i barely know who olivia rodrigo is like yeah, i i'm guessing let's do him billy eilish i'm also getting into her thinking right. oh, okay i heard a bad guy right it's just like some of it and some of y'all i'm just like where did you come from like like you're just all of a sudden and people will be like oh they've been out forever and i'm like not since when <laughs> <laughs> this person is 15 i don't believe that like no these these people y'all are trying to trick me they just came out yesterday or they had some sort of TikTok platform and somehow they had a single that y'all were really into. I will right. say though, not to discourage the girls, everybody put out your records, that's fine. I'm just saying, stop trying to pretend like these people have been here forever, okay? Because <laughs> I don't know who the fuck they are, okay? I don't know Allegra Snow. Do you know who I do like though? They're called mm -hmm. Boys World. Um, it's a group of like, it's a girl group. Girl group, bring back the 90s um, and- <laughs> they're I like them they're really good they're 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 some kids and I think they sound good but like I would have never like Twitter's the one who tells me about all of these people because I've never heard of them organically that's all I'm saying child yeah I guess the other artists I also heard is like the TikTok challenges so but now the TikTok track is still going on I still think it's hilarious and hopefully they'll start a conversation about cultural appropriation but yeah I think that's probably later in the episode we probably just talk about it a little bit more indeed um all right let me finish up my if i even have anything else let me finish up my my news today the fuck no that's not right maybe i don't have anything else i don't i lied i'm done <laughs> i mean the only thing i could probably talk about is monkey pox yes tell us about monkey pox by marcy i have no idea the fuck that is <laughs> <laughs> so recently, a Dallas, Texas resident who recently returned from Nigeria has tested positive for monkeypox, a real virus similar to smallpox, local officials say Friday. Those are the first confirmed case of the virus in the United States since 2003. The public should not be concerned. They say, well, rare. This case is not a reason for alarm. We don't expect any threat to the general public, Dallas County Judge Clay Jenkins said in a statement from Dallas County Health Department. Because passengers were wearing masks, on the flight in the airport, the health department said it's believed the risk of spread of monkeypox via respiratory droplets to others and on the planes and in the airport is low. 
Monkeypox, which is a small family of virus or smallpox, is rare but potentially deadly viral infection beginning with flu-like symptom and progress progresses to a rash on the face and body, according to the CDC, it tends to last two to four weeks. People don't have symptoms are not capable of transmitting the virus and that has been infect, infected with a strain that's been mainly seen in West Africa, which includes Nigeria, monkeypox, infection strain are fatal in about one in 100 people, affecting those with weakened immune systems more strongly. There's only been six other cases in monkeypox returning from Nigeria. So yeah, monkeypox is coming. And uh, so far they say there's no reason to be alarmed. But they said that at the beginning of COVID as well, so. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. But luckily, not to like people, freak y'all out. I mean, people were at least wearing masks, so we're not walking around worrying about corona and goddamn monkeypox. Right. Like that sounds like that's not on my bingo card, okay? Monkeypox was not on my goddamn bingo card. <laughs> so I'm thinking, goddamn, this is tired, which I guess is a better segue to the other half of our episode of like. You know, since this pandemic's dying down and coming back up and we have fucking monkeypox, what's next? Koala cancer? No, wait, koala chlamydia. Because I don't know how freaky you guys are. Maybe we should probably keep some things that we learned from 2020 in the pandemic. So we should probably, some things that we learned and certain things that we should fucking keep so we don't spread goddamn monkeypox in Texas. Indeed um yes we each have a list and we we definitely have some repeats on our list because we both agree that like this is this is this is real and this is important so i'll let you go first belmars what do you have okay so one thing that i think we should keep is virtual doctor's visits hell yeah yeah because generally if i'm going to the doctor and they're mostly just asking me like yes no questions for a follow-up and they don't need to touch me then i can just like go away from my work for a good 15 minutes and just like hey doc how are you doing i have no new seizures i have nothing new i'm cool i'm healthy great i'll follow up with you i mean downside still costs the same as a regular visit but i'm happy i don't have to take out time off my work or canceling things. So in the medical industry, you have to save a lot of money from like cancellation of doctor's appointments. So I think it's a win-win for everyone. We should keep that. Uh, it oh, makes yeah. everyone's life easier. You get to see your patients. There's less of excuse of, I don't have time thinking everyone has like 10, 15 minutes of their day to see their doctor. Yeah. And like, also it's, I mean, there's a lot of good repercussions to that as well. Like I don't have to, I don't have to get in my car and drive nowhere, especially in Houston. I'm not, I'm going to avoid traffic jams. I'm not going to have to pay to park. Like where is the bads, like the downside of this? And additionally, y'all make me wait for fucking ever to see the doctor anyway. So like if I physically go there, like I have to get there 15 minutes early for the doctor to see me. 40 minutes late like <laughs> now I would like I have to take two hours off of my goddamn day right. like not need probably almost three like to see the doctor and it's like I don't have time for that shit if all you're going to do is talk to me like literally my boss told me this the other day she went to mm -hmm. a consultation she waited forever and the doctor only talked to her for eight minutes about yeah. what was actually like she needed to get done the rest was him babbling and i was like oh fuck no we would have met over the phone because like why why would i do that to myself 
What would right. I do that to myself? It's it's a no go for me. So like, yeah, no more like no more in person visits if it's not necessary. We tell them medicining it up, okay? We're yeah, I mean, them. unless my gynecologist is not gonna put a vagina on the camera. Yeah, thinking, no. How does this look? This is I I'll gladly go in there for that. Right, like we're we're not we're not boosy. Like put your pussy lips on live, and I'll give you a thousand dollars. That's not what we're here to do. <laughs> As I was saying, like, if you need to go, gynecologist appointments, like, physicals, whatever, you go. But, like, everything else, if, like, I have a cold and I just need you to, like, <laughs> prescribe me some shit, we get on the phone because I'm not driving. Right. I'm going to go next. Um, And this, uh, this, I mean, it's been tested, but hybrid slash majority work from home like schedules need to be just a thing like forever I don't care if it hurts the facility that like is actually built for this like fuck y'all I don't care um (laughs) I don't care like I just I uh, for me personally and I'm sure Belmar's gonna attest to this as well the last year and a half that I've been in this job I have never went into the office to do an actual full work day one time not one time I went to pack one time but that was for half a day but like I have never been in the office to sit at a desk get on a computer and like try to accomplish something I have been here and guess what I have gotten more done in my house working from home with like the all the resources I need than I have in the last previous two jobs that I had yes and I agree. I mean, the only thing I probably disagree with is that my previous job, I worked as a laboratory analyst. Fair. Where, I mean, now I work in an office setting doing telework, but before that I worked as a lab analyst where I couldn't work from home as in I had to be at the facility because I don't have like a Carl Fisher titrator machine at home, you know, on fucking standby. So something <laughs> like that, I probably need to uh, be for that. I mean, but there's many times where I have like downtime, there's nothing to do because it's shipments late. So therefore it's shipments late, I have to stay late and that just fucks everything out. But yeah, I think there's probably, we need to be more open to like flexible work weeks. Exactly. Um, so. But yeah. if your job is a majority, like I'm sitting on the computer doing things like marketing girls don't need to be in the office most of the time like if you're a sales guy you probably don't work from your office half the time anyway you probably on the street out with your family i can attest because my daddy is a sales guy he he's been like literally just at home and he gets more calls there than he does at work make that make sense sway like if you're somebody who gets shit done over the phone or like on a computer or like um anything like that then yes you should be able to work from home majority of the day. Now, for those girlies who like are like Belmars and they have to do tests and shit and like they have to, you know, physically go into the offices, they have no other access to equipment. I need to y'all to give these, my girls, these flexible schedules, okay? Because they deserve, okay? They work too hard, all right? That's all I'm saying. So, I mean, my supervisors can work from home, um, yeah. So my ashy ass supervisor, he does work half the time, but <laughs> I'm just roasting him too much. I mean, if I roast him, he's gonna catch on fire because he's so damn ashy. That's right. Um, he had to be there if my machine breaks down and he has to fix it. So yeah, 
I mean, the only downside, like if you have to be there and you can't work from home, like if you work in an office setting where I worked in an office setting in a technical environment and that I can do this shit from home. If I can do it from home, it's best that we can do it from home, save time, money, or at least a hybrid, like, okay, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can work from home. But these days you probably have to be like in the office for whatever reason, or like we have a meeting in person. Right. Like, I feel like I should only have to go in the office if like I have to meet clients, like, and this is just me specifically, like if I have to meet clients or I have to pack for a conference show or like, I have to like, I have to meet with y'all like there and there's no other way we can't do it via zoom like we have to get materials and shit but every other time for what for why like why do I need downtime I can spend that better like oh we're gonna do oh you should be at your office I'm doing a load of laundry you're gonna yell at me for doing a load of laundry sir right exactly like I'm happier here the, I mean, there are like, and, and there have been like studies where people have been like, people are more productive when they're at home. There right. is, however, the argument, right? That like, you know, ooh, I can't even remember what the fuck I was going to say. Probably because it's not that convincing. Well, shit, we're going to leave it alone. Yeah, because I remember a CEO said like, if you can spend, if you go out to restaurants and movie theaters, then you can come back into the office. So... I'm thinking if you spend all oh, this time. I remember what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. It's the the idea that there's no separation from work and home. That's yeah, so work-life about. balance. Work-life balance. It's very hard to maintain that when, but I feel like if you have a cordoned off area for like work, like sometimes I don't like stay at this desk when I should because this is like, like this whole space right here. My mom was like, you should write this off in your taxes next year. But like, <laughs> I think it's all these windows behind me. Like this, there's a little box of space and this is where I do my work. Like where I've like my designated work area. If I'm outside of that work area, don't fucking bother me. <laughs> like, Don't ask me to do shit. Sometimes I don't do that though. Sometimes I'd be on the couch because I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, I'm over here. So that's the thing. Like, that's the only like downside of it, like working from home, because like you now, there's like, you have to somehow make a physical and a mental barrier to be like, this is, this is where I work and this is where I don't work. So right. that's the only downside. But yeah, do it, people yes hybrid schedules flexible schedules like it's it saves you money like your return on interest i'm gonna talk to y'all in the ways that y'all like to be talked to okay your (laughs) your greed and shit the return on interest for you is gonna be it's gonna be greater than you're going than you having to waste resources like cooling this building down to a certain degree because you have 50 11 people in there um you're going to have people getting projects done more efficiently because they take more breaks they're happier they're like all right well maybe i will get this shit done today because i have time okay you when you have happier employees they're more efficient um when you when they are able to use their own resources i'm just like there's there's studies there's studies done about it just look at the research, okay, bitches? Stop being traditionalist as fuck. It's boring. It's tired. You could do better than this. Yes. We need a new normal, practically. I'm here okay. for it. 
I mean, this isn't uh, things I wish to keep, but it's also an observation that I made mm-hmm. um, is that how many people are now more pessimistic and are losing faith in government institutions and different corporations during mm-hmm. the pandemic. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, I want to rip out my hair every time I saw Donald Trump talking about the coronavirus mm-hmm. and, and also we should inject bleach. I'm thinking this guy told us to drink goddamn bleach. And also the hypocrisy of certain people of like, okay, y'all are complaining like, screw the government, we need haircuts. And then people are protesting like, oh, you should listen to the government. The government says not to protest, you shouldn't protest. But then y'all were protesting anti-mask laws, but then black people were protesting for their lives exactly they were protesting against stopping asian hate what's up with that right like where is it and i mean i think part of the problem is is like the people who are the most ignorant are the loudest right like i can't sit up here and say that that's the majority of people that are like oh well i don't want to wear my mask so i won't and all you uh, Negro sisters, Negroes out here protesting for your lives, you're alive right now, aren't you? What you protesting <laughs> for? You're disrespecting her flag. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, just like it, those people, I don't know that there's a lot of those people, right? It's just that they're loud and stupid. So that like, they get the platform. It's the same, re- it's the same way that the, the media treated Trump right they should have stopped they should have stopped like showing us him all of the time I don't want to I don't need you to like break in the middle of my drama for you to talk about like the drama show I'm watching for you to talk about how Trump said this stupid thing on Twitter like Kofifi or some shit and like give him even more of a platform that should not have happened like because the only thing you did was feed the beast, all right? So when somebody says something ignorant and stupid, this is what you do. You say, oh, that's cute. You drag them on the, you drag them on the internet and then you don't give them any more of a platform. That's it. Cause guess, guess what? Things on the internet die fairly quickly. Like somebody can say something right now and guess what a couple hours from now something else will happen that will take everyone's attention away from that other thing like yeah and i think it's i mean i might be giving trump a little bit too much credit but i think he also mastered that as well where i'm thinking he's going to be suing like all these other people like right now like i'm going to be suing facebook and twitter because they keep me out raw where i'm thinking he's doing these stupid things to cover up the fact that his organization's being car being charged criminally so he does these outrageous things so we'll be talking more about those outrageous things for what's actually going on exactly like it's uh y'all are playing right into the like to the hands right of like oh like like it's a bait and switch people okay it's not that hard to understand um but yeah, like I, I, I get it to a certain degree, but, and I'll say this really quickly, like a friend and I had a conversation last night and like, I get where she's coming from because like for a very long time, that was me. It was like, and she was basically, she's very religious, but she was basically looking at it through the lens of like, 
people shouldn't worry so much about like what's going on on a worldly plane you should just like concern yourself with doing good works and being a good person and being kind um and acts of service and things like that so that when you die like you know you can be judged accordingly um and you do the work on yourself so that you know you um you can get into heaven or whatever and i'm not I'm not going to like, 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 uh, or deny that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, do I believe in an afterlife? Yes. Do I believe in this whole like judgment system? Maybe or maybe not. But yeah. my whole thing is this, like, if you being silent is being complicit to me, right? Like, if you're just kind of like, you shrug your shoulders and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do about all the world problems? Nobody's asking you to solve all the world problems, but world's problems. But as we said, com- like earlier, well, I think this is actually off camera, but like, right. and we'll kind of bring this back up, but like <clears throat> we said earlier, like, like community is important. Like right. you need people, whether you like it or not. You can do right. all the work on yourself and you should. I would never, I would never say that you shouldn't, everyone should be able to do work on themselves so that they can help other people. But right. like, you can do all the work on yourself all you want. You still need other people to make that worthwhile and mean something. Like you're, like people are not islands. Like they, in hell, even islands can't survive by themselves, right? Like right. not if there are people on it. So that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you should do good works and that means you have to give to other people like whether you like it or not so yes like these people are loud and they're wrong and they're annoying and they make it very hard for like people not to throw up their hands and be like well everybody fucking sucks i can't stand all you bitches um if you like die that i'm like you know like we can't take that road because then like you know where are we gonna be we're gonna be in a worse off spot than we already are so it's just kind of like you know like I feel like we just need some healing from like the whole entire like bullshit that we went through this year in order for us to be like in a better place that isn't as pessimistic as it is now um that was a really long spiel (sighs) yeah but I do also believe that people can just be overwhelmed with like so much going on being so plugged in that I guess I aren't now I fully understanding because I remember that was so weird that people can get like information overload but I'm thinking experiencing like just so much injustice and thinking you know what I'm just gonna plug away from social media and the news because you know the news says good afternoon and tell you all the reason why it's not a good afternoon people were shot today at the Galleria right like it's it and it's important yeah like for you you cannot like it used to drive me crazy like my dad used to like only watch news channels like a cnn like on all the time like the nightly news with lester hall and like yes it's good to be informed because you know you don't want to walk around here being like just like a like a like a you know a mindless idiot or something but like when you need to unplug you need to unplug like today I haven't got on social media at all today because well a because I'm tired as fuck but b (laughs) 
but B, because it's just kind of like, I've been so plugged into what's been going on, like the whole entire week. And then like the week is stressed me out. And like, I've been so like with other people that I need a break. Everybody needs a break because if you don't, you're going to drive yourself literally insane. So yeah. Take those breaks, people take those breaks. Oh, hey, my next thing is stay the fuck away from me. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to see from the continue from the pandemic. Y'all don't have to stay six feet away from me, but I need y'all to stay at least like three feet, like a yardstick away from me. <laughs> like, at, at also because I don't want you like I don't want Sharon breathing down my neck in the line at Target. Like I just, you can be over there. Like I promise you nobody's gonna take your spot, okay? Like we've like rehearsed this 20 million times during the pandemic. You can be some feet away from me and no one will think that they can cut you, okay? It's yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I don't want y'all on top of me. I'm, it's hot, it's the <laughs> summer. I'm hot, okay? Like, and like, y'all don't know how to like, I know that you missed people, but I didn't really miss y'all so much that you could be up in my face, okay? Like, I just, just stay away from me. <laughs> yes, I agree with that point. I did put down wearing masks and continually the social distance because it was great. And last fall, winter season, I didn't have to experience a cold. And I'm very, very happy for that because wait a minute, I didn't go out much. I was wearing masks and mostly people that were in my bubble were also safe as well. So make mm -hmm. sure. Uh, make sure we wash our hands. Twenty goddamn seconds. That's right. Time it. And sing, sing a, sing a chorus of a song. <laughs> yes, chorus of a song. I mean, everyone has their song, so yes, washing your hands, uh, keeping social distance. So I guess I'll probably jump to another point of like uh, disinfect disinfecting stations everywhere or like continue to clean because a lot of people are surprised like in new york like oh we are now cleaning the subway trains now i'm thinking y'all weren't cleaning before that's what i'm saying like that mm -mm, that's not okay like <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> yeah so continue cleaning so we won't get sick because they realize how bad these densely packed areas like disease just travel mm -hmm. That's true. I, yeah, like I feel like restaurants, especially like y'all should never fail a health code, like, like test again, because you should have been cleaning. You should be like used to cleaning this motherfucker, like top to bottom now, because mm -hmm. like, that's what you've having to do all year. If you want to stay open, you should keep that level of cleanliness. And I'm going to segue this to my point. I don't want any physical menus in restaurants ever again. I don't want yeah. them. They're always sticky for some reason. Shit is weird. Why? <laughs> or wet or like warped or like, I just give me a barcode. I'll scan it or I'll look up your website. That's what I'm going to do. Because like y'all be bringing me these menus and I'd be like, who touched this? Who touched this? Because why is it? Why is there maple syrup on this? This is a this is an upscale restaurant. Y'all don't serve pancakes. Why is there? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, if they get chicken and waffles, then you know. Hey, I'm here for chicken yeah. and waffles. I'm just saying, unexplicable, like unexplainable stickiness, and I don't like it. Like, no more of that. 
Yeah, so also another observation that I noticed in the pandemic is how unrealistic alien movies are because, you know, humanity comes together as a, against a common threat. I'm thinking we have a common threat of coronavirus, but then we also have a common threat of misinformation. So I'm thinking if the alien comes and they're trying to kill everyone, I'm thinking, I don't believe in the aliens. And then you're asking to get vaporized. Well, let me, I'm going to put devil's advocate for a second. Because your point about Corona is correct. People were really, people are still really like selfish about that fact. But it's because maybe it's because it's something they can't see. Like, you know, a lot of, for a lot of people, it's like just oh, like numbers on a screen and the media is like very distrusted. So it's just like have half a million people really died, but really, but really, and they don't really understand the impact of it until it happens to them. But if it was a physical thing in the sky, like, let's just say like it was, um, what was that show that was really popular? Like back like a couple oh. years ago, like it was it V? Or something where like literally a spaceship was taking up the entire sky almost like or something um but yeah Yeah. like if it was if it was like state level threat where like you see an alien with the vaporizing well i guess that's true because i'm thinking if someone like if a terroristic group bomb as much people as corona killed a day i guess people will be a lot more up in arms so yeah you probably would have a point that's what I'm saying. But I will say concurrently that like it would most I would suspect that most alien species are smarter than to do that direct approach. And they would do like a like an invasion of the body snatchers type thing or like a, you know, like a blending in thing where they could they have the technology to be able to pose as human beings and then they quietly just kill us all. Yeah. You know? I actually have a conspiracy theory. Now I just can go into the rabbit hole. Because a lot of people talk about UFOs, you, um, you uh, unidentified flying out, but you are USOs, uh, unidentified submerged objects, because one of the deepest um, oceans in the world is in Russia. So a lot of people that get in the aliens are actually in Russia. And what if, because they see like a lot of um, strange looking people coming out from the ocean in Japan and um in Russia because and all these things so instead of like aliens coming from the sky they're actually coming from the ocean because the ocean hasn't been discovered yet so the call is coming inside the house so aliens are not really coming from the sky it's come from the ocean they actually evolved from the ocean into us I like this theory (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching spoilers for this this series if no one's ever watched it so sorry like you can skip this whole part um but I was wa- I watched um, Young Justice on HBO. Ooh. It's a DC show, um, animated. So good, so good, so underrated. But yeah. like the second season of the show was basically about how aliens invaded Earth, right? Like, <laughs> and it was a bait and switch because originally they thought it was these small little thieving aliens, but that was a lie. And they came from the sky. They had very obvious ships or whatever. But what really happened was the reach like came and they had a whole bunch of sub subterranean ships that they used to be able to like that they hid under the ocean to be able to like come up and like use sleeper agents and like, you know, um, their technology to be able to, you know, trick earth into trusting them uh, so that they could basically, you know, enslave us all. Woohoo, fun times. Um, <laughs> 
So I'm like, that that may have some merit. Yes. So unidentified submerged objects. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, the last podcast on the left, and did a whole subject on it about aliens kind of coming up from the ocean and that really um because they mentioned like shark boy about a story about this guy who lost his son but he gave him gills and they can't get out of the water so yes my theory is that aliens don't come from the sky they also came from the ocean the call come from the side of the house and it's just us in the past they evolved and became there so they're just coming back mm. not there and just invading to a new place okay yeah, so they also told about different stories about this red, this pink redheaded woman that was on the shores of Japan that keeps coming over there and she was holding this box. And of course, the guy was making a joke saying, it's probably an Irish woman with a box of rare Funko Pops. <coughs> but they could be their lover and like every culture kind of had like their alien, the idea of aliens. So I, so... Something to think about. USOs, not UFOs. The black man thinking. You said Shark Boy, and I thought you were referring to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. One <laughs> of my favorites. <laughs> but I digress. Mm. Um, one of the other things I think we need that I just thought of that I think we need to keep from the pandemic is like just like buildings that are not at full capacity because I went to Dave and Buster's and that shit was hot. Everybody and their mama was up in there. And I was like, why did you allow all these people in this building? <laughs> I'm so hot. Like, and y'all are breathing on me and I hate it so much. I feel like I'm in a hot box of disease. <laughs> so they start charging people more if they get more room. Mm. I mean, would people be willing to pay extra to get more room? I don't know. Some people, mm. or you just have to be on a wait list. Um, one thing I like to see more is get more funding towards the sciences. Cause mm. I guess this is my optimistic side. Cause you notice how fast the thing is. And, and I worked in clinical trials. So thing is with the coronavirus vaccine, we already have research on coronavirus, um, SARS-CoV-1, well, a different SARS-1 and coronavirus and the mRNA. So therefore we have like different people running clinical trials. We have people running it in Europe, one in the US, some in Asia, all running trials on the, on the coronavirus vaccine. So we, then we were able to establish it quickly because we're doing a lot of steps simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're able to like get the vaccine so quickly in less than a year. So we ran it, ran the clinical trials on people. So I'm thinking if we get like more funding towards sciences and we get to run anything, we probably might get better at like AI technology maybe. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking more funding towards the sciences. So that's my optimistic outlook. And also it also proves to me why, because a lot of people now are quitting their service job thinking, okay, I ain't getting paid for shit in this job. And I remember having a debate with my father saying like, you know, any job that's repetitive, you can get replaced. He even say like my job when I was working on the lab and that I can get replaced by a robot, which I realized it's not true. Because for example, right now is a perfect time to replace the people that work at like Burger King McDonald's for the robots to flip burgers and shit. But that's not going to happen because also you because if you remember with the colonial pipeline where everything's like run by like computers and 
shit uh russian hackers took and say okay maybe if you want your burger flipper back you need to pay me five mil 50 million dollars in bitcoin so therefore we're not probably gonna give it to robots anytime soon and we should get more funding towards the science so if you have a repetitive job like my job no lie working with clinical right now reading like different clinical trials of the well, not clinical trials, but different cases in the Moderna vaccine is pretty uh, repetitive, but I doubt an AI can do my job. So I'm golden. There you go. Um, I agree, like that, especially with the fact that a lot of people realize that like they were not getting paid enough for their jobs. I mean, you, I mean, you saw a mass and like people were getting paid more. I need y'all to understand this. People were getting paid more on unemployment then they were working a job. Yeah, I was getting, I, well, I was angry because when I was an essential worker before I worked for Moderna, I would have worked more if I was on unemployment than I would in this job. Like, ain't this a bitch? Like, I need y'all to like come to grips with that. Like people were literally getting paid more to do nothing on unemployment. I mean, some, you have to prove that you're searching for a job, but I'm getting paid more to be online looking for a job, filling out applications, then I am doing an actual job. How does that make sense? Yes, I'm thinking a lot of people get the wrong conclusion of they thinking, so we don't need unemployment. I'm thinking, no, no, jobs need to pay more. So like, okay, we should change the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Oh, then you get paid as much as a teacher. No, if anything, teachers need to get paid more. That's what y'all are not understanding. Y'all are like, oh, you think that you should get paid as much as like, I think an ant, like somebody who runs an ambulance, I can't remember what they're called right now. Like an um, EMT or? Yeah, like an EMT only gets paid like, well, no, I know this for a fact. Somebody made a TikTok the other day talking about well, how much they got paid as a nurse and I got paid more than them. And they're a yeah. fucking nurse. And they, they, I'm, I know for damn sure that she does more work than I do. <laughs> and she was talking about how she only got paid $15 an hour. And I'm like, so when people are like, oh, you want to get paid as much as nurses at EMTs? No, EMTs and nurses should get paid more. And, and I need everybody to stop talking about skilled and unskilled labor. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Don't exactly. make that shit up. <laughs> I'm thinking to like something you need training with, like, okay, like being a mason and like charring up, like, I don't know, wood. No, wait, Masons actually do stone, stone cutters. cutters. Yeah. So I'm thinking, so I'm thinking the skill probably, are we valuing skilled work, workers more than unskilled? Because I think every job's important. And sure, I don't want, let's say, someone to get paid as much as an orthopedic surgeon because you need years and years and years of school to do that. But also at the same time, if you work at least for a full-time job or three or four jobs, you shouldn't be starving or losing your apartment or you have to choose between food and rent. Right. But then like my whole thing is people keep talking about this idea of skilled and unskilled, but that doesn't make any sense. When I worked retail, I still had to be trained to do something like right. that's a skill. Like it's, there's no job you can go to where like you're just going to walk in and automatically know how to do things. When I worked in daycare, do you think I just walked in there and they're like, oh my God, you're a natural? I said, no, like I had to be trained. I had to learn how to do CPR, like child CPR. I had to get certification classes over that. I had to right. learn how to do first aid. Like 
you have to make sure you basically making sure these children don't die. Like, so that's a skill, bitches. And you only pay these people $8 an hour for being with 12 or more kids for eight hours a day. How does that make sense? It doesn't. Like, y'all are literally over here trying to justify skilled and unskilled when every single job you need training for. I don't care. You can't list something where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's enough. Yes, even flipping burgers in McDonald's is talking skilled labor. I can't just go into a fucking McDonald's thinking, okay, I can last a day. I'm thinking, no, you need training. And also we ask for like people who flip burgers or like stack boxes at Amazon, they should get paid more like, oh, they should get paid as much as me. I'm thinking, no, that if anything, you should be paid more. They should be paid more. I mean, that's ground for everyone to get paid more. What about inflation? I'm thinking prices are going up even though minimum wage hasn't went up exactly so it's like i know economics motherfucker like the math right the math isn't mathing people and like your excuses are terrible you should be advocating for people to get paid more minimum wage anyway so that you can also get paid more yes and they said people get lose their jobs but also take it from this people are working like three part-time jobs I mean, it'll make it much easier if I just work one full-time job instead of three part-time jobs. So yes, those part-time jobs are lost, but then for, but I also get more benefits and everything. So right now I know McDonald's says they're going to pay people more with pay time off and like childcare. I'm thinking, wow, I wonder why they are affording all these different aspects now. Right. Like, I don't, I think y'all are not getting that, especially for like, there's no excuse for these multi-billion dollar companies to not be paying these people more. There isn't because their CEOs and their like franchise owners and all these are getting paid ducats and ducats and ducats of money. And you're paying this 15 year old who is in sometimes life, like a life-threatening situation or whatever, $8 eight dollars yeah and i i guess that's a good side of people's pessimism because you know we see like the guy of virgin mobile going to space flight. i'm thinking why are there billionaires going to space and people are getting evicted from their homes they need to be taxed more i'm thinking yes tax the rich but what about i don't fuck you and your trickle-down economics they can afford it Right. Like, and I don't understand why y'all always are going up for the rich anyway. You let me, let me tell you something in the way that the society is built now, you, the, I, the chance that you will be as rich as them is like slim to none. You would literally have a better chance of winning the lottery. And do you know, like the chances of winning a lottery, that's like one in like several thousand, like, (laughs) I'm just saying several hundred thousand because, I mean, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than when in the water, which says a lot. That's right. So there you go. There's your options. You can either be struck by lightning (laughs) or you could be a millionaire. Guess what? You'll probably be struck by lightning first. I'm just saying. Y'all are weird. Like y'all are weird. Like stop going up for these people who do not care about you, sweetie. I promise you that that man who just went to space, Elon and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, they don't give a fuck about any of (laughs) y'all. They literally, I said this last week, I'm gonna say it again. They would literally, if they could go and colonize the moon and live, they would step on you to get there, okay? Yeah, and as I said, Disney, Elon Musk, I mean, that's not even talking about all the shit that his family did in Africa, but um, 
Yes, he doesn't really care because we praise him as a visionary, but he's really not that much of a visionary. I mean, I'm starting to get the idea that anyone who gets that rich or is corrupted. I mean, I thought Bill Gates was great, but then I'm thinking, no, he's getting like cheeks on the side and cheating on his wife, Melinda. So, right. And like poor people do that shit. <laughs> so, and like, then he will absolutely switch cars. I mean, the more I hear about it, it's crazy. And then he like switched cars, like he comes in like with a Mazda and then he drives off in a Porsche with a side chick. <laughs> and it's like people that he works with. So he just say, oh, would you like to go with dinner with me? If not, just ignore this email. Like, I'm just saying like, out of all the billionaires, like that's, I believe that. Like again, broke men do that shit. So like, yeah, I'm thinking, damn, if I was single and a hoe, sure, Bill. <laughs> right, like, you know, are you gonna give me? No, listen, my thing is like, what are you gonna give me though? Because I can give you one of my cars. That's right. Okay, bitch, here we go. I'll come and I'm gonna, I'll sell that shit. I'll resell that shit. We we good. But I'm just saying, like y'all are weird and i don't understand it um but that was all i had for my pandemic stuff belmars do you have i mean my only ones is like how lazy i can get (laughs) because now i know when i first start working remotely i'm thinking okay i don't have to drive anywhere i don't have to uh worry about commute i get to save more money i'll probably be a little bit healthier i'm thinking no i'm just fine a little bit more because i'm thinking after i came from vacation from orlando i'm thinking okay i probably need to get healthier now so i realize i have no excuse i have more time in the day i don't have to worry about commute food so instead of like ordering off from like uber eats and everything thinking learn to make different types of foods so one of my go-to's like make a healthier version of ramen uh because there's this site called bite ramen i'm doing advertisement now um and they have like high protein noodles they have like naked noodles which you can just learn so there's like an asian food store near me so i got some bok choy some soft boiled eggs and some spicy squids and I start making me healthy foods and start working out because I realize now I have less of an excuse since I'm home more. Indeed. And of course, I also put people are wanting to reprioritize what's in, what they want in life because you know realize okay I don't have to take this job because I have other options now. That's right. That's yeah, right. I get to spend time with friends, family online. So a lot of people got through divorces. That's right. Uh, and but also a lot of people realized got a lot closer with other people realized okay i'm actually quite privileged because a lot of people who got ahead in the pandemic like okay i'm working a good job i'm moving out of my house get a savings apartment get a new apartment i'm not saying anyone in particular and um, <laughs> i actually know a couple people like that or other people lost their jobs and different things and um we need to treat essential workers better and teachers better because mm-hmm. my sister Stewie, who was a teacher, she realized how frustrating it is being in house jail. Yeah. And, but she luckily, she has the good issue of like parents that actually care versus the other school where kids were straight up ghetto. <laughs> and also one thing I realized the double standard of certain people 
where they realize, oh, the government has laws and rules. You need to listen to them or else bad things happen. I'm thinking, but didn't you guys like a month ago were protesting mass laws and lockdowns and everything? So which yeah. one is you know and also the double standard of the police how they treated protesters for masks who like yelling with guns in their face but yet they feel more threatened because what a black girl with box braids have like a bottle of water on them that's right or self people with cell phones or i mean the list can go on and on and on but yeah like those i agree with those um i too am lazy uh, i'm not gonna lie like i I have like started and stopped like a workout routine so many freaking times. Like <laughs> this weekend, I was like, oh, I'm going to meal prep on Sunday and like get groceries and like, like try and cook in the middle of the day. Cause I don't like to, like, I don't like cooking at night cause I'm be tired, bitches. But like, yeah. have I done that yet? No, I have not meal prepped today whatsoever and i had literally four hours before we started that to this to do so and i just did not um so yeah it's a it's a little bit of a struggle but you know we try um and i mean yeah like i think we said earlier that people have realized really their value which is a good thing and i think people should continue to realize their value when we're out of the pandemic um and uh i mean what else did you say bro i'm so out of it we also need to treat essential workers better and teachers oh, yeah. better that goes for the things we said earlier like stay the fuck away from me and wear a mask just stay the fuck away from them and wear a mask like y'all are over here like oh we're seeing treating essential workers so well no you're not like because Y'all will literally get all up in these people's faces and treat them the exact same way. And I'm not here for it. It's tiresome. Like y'all are trifling. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's, I think that's all that I have opinions on. Yeah. So, I mean, I could probably go a lot more like humility and also the importance of mental health. Cause sometimes burnout sucks ass. Oh God. And, and for me, I'm in the school of mental health is just as much as physical health. Like if I have a yeah. friend, like, you know, I want to go out with you and hang out, but right now I'm having a mental breakdown. I'm thinking, you know what? That's fine. Just take care of yourself and we'll, I'll talk to you later. So make sure to get yourself situated. Cause if my friend said I had a broken foot and a cold, I'll react in the same way. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair too. Like I, I also agree with that. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And um, I mean, like, bitch, I can't fucking think. You see, like, that's what's wrong with me. Like a burn. I mean, but and burnout is real. Like, oh, this is what I was gonna say. I am of the idea that you do not owe, even if you like a company, because I like the company I'm with now. Yeah. You do not owe a company as much loyalty as some of y'all give them like yeah. take your vacations bitches like take them i have taken more vacation in the last year and a half than i ever have at any other job and i am so much happier for it like like taking just those random hours for mental health days do it like and i i feel this way about kids who go to school too give them mental health days because you know what a perfect attendance record got me nothing it got me nothing bitches i got nothing from it like i didn't get an award 
I didn't get a medal. Like I didn't get, I may have got recognition at one point, but what is that to me? Nothing now is an adult. So like <laughs> take those sick days, like listen, like take them. They're there for a reason. Use them. Like don't, you get paid for it. Like the pay time. Yeah. Use it. Yeah, I agree with that too. Cause I remember taking uh, like vacation days thinking, oh, my coworkers taking me thinking, wait a minute. It's not my fault that my that my job is understaffed. And if I leave, I'm thinking I'm taking, I am entitled to those days. So I'm going to take them. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm taking this day off. Like if I quit a job thinking, man, it sucks. Cause wouldn't be short staff. I'm thinking that's on them. A lot of people's leaving that job. So I'm just happier. Enjoy the vacation. Great. If you want to bring a souvenir, bring them a souvenir. I mean, the only thing you need to give them is a heads up. You don't need them to give them an explanation either. And also, True, because I'm also studying OSHA regulation. It is legal to share your salary. These companies don't like it, but it is legal to talk about with your coworkers. Because I didn't realize that I didn't talk to my coworkers while my coworkers were getting paid 11. I was getting paid 13 an hour, and then while my coworkers getting paid 15 an hour. And then, so talk. I mean, we're all good friends. I'm thinking, damn, you're getting paid slavery wages. That's but, what yeah. I'm saying like they don't let these people convince you that and people still like my parents will say i'll be like for what what do i have to hide like they'll be like don't tell they'll be like don't tell your family don't tell it. i'm like i'll tell you but and like I, I they say that so people won't come up to you and ask you for money you can ask i'm gonna say no like that's <laughs> that's just it like if any of my family came up to me and like and asked me for money for a ridiculous reason i would just be like no I don't care if I make more than you know. Like, I mean, depends how much money. Like, if I'm taking care of like my little brother's Star Dragon, I'm thinking, want to go for lunch? I'm treating you out. Or if we're going out, let's say next year we're going for Universal. Yeah, I can probably take care of your meal or so because you know, as the older sibling, I'm still working. I have a job. You don't have a job yet. Yeah, the kindness of my heart. But like my older cousin who doesn't have a job and multiple baby daddy issues. Hell no, I'm not giving you shit. What I'm saying like that's so nice my brothers do not do that for me um I'm just kidding they yeah so. I mean if my sister Stewie I mean I love to take my sister Stewie out because she's always looking out for me and thinking yeah one day I need to go take her out that's right so you know y'all just you have to again you have to know the value of yourselves and you have to treat yourselves nice treat yourself yes treat yourself treat yourself I managed to get all my uh I managed to get all of my nail polish in both of my little cubby things. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much done. Are we are we good? Do you want to take a break, Belmars? Yes, we can go take a break. Great. So I can get more snacks. We'll be back. <laughs> I just ate a rhubarb pie. <laughs> go. We're back. Yes, and we digged up with our old friend Reddit to go get some golden stories so we can give our opinion on it. We're not therapists, but I took a class in psychology once and I I read psychologyday.com a lot. So yeah, I put that to good use. (laughs) I love it. She's all like, I did psychology a couple of times. I graduated in psychology if that makes people feel any better. Like I'm not a licensed therapist, but I got a four-year degree in psychology. (laughs) So we're kind of good at this. (laughs) All right, Mm -hmm. Belmars, do you want to go first? We're going between am I the asshole and Reddit relationships. 
Yeah. So I got, am I the asshole for not wanting to pay for my wife and I to go to five destination weddings in 2022? Because of COVID, lots of weddings got pushed back. So 2022 seems to be the year of all weddings. My wife and I have been invited to five at this point, and they all require us to travel and spend quite a bit of money. We're currently saving for a house. All five weddings are people my wife was friends with in college, but they never even speak to each other or keep up anymore. Some of them were even downright cruel to her at one point near the end of their college years. So I feel like we're derailing our financial plan to go to some wedding for people who aren't even significant in our life. My wife's point is that they used to be me in a lot where and she still cherishes the good memories. I'm trying to be supportive of her, but it's hard when it seems like she's forcing these people's wedding over our financial future, plan for the future. So I'm thinking if that's the case, probably not. I'm thinking if it's not, you're not close. And if anything, you wouldn't be the asshole because it expenses to go to destination weddings. Just one, like much less five, Jesus. Um, yeah, I would agree. You're not the asshole for basically just telling her, girl, we not going to these weddings. Like, I mean, because... I mean, you're, you said y'all are saving for a house. Like, I'll be real. I'm a level with y'all. I I refuse to go to a destination wedding, and I was in it. Like, <laughs> I was supposed to be in it, and I was like, I don't have the money for that. When you don't yeah. have it, you don't have it. I mean, I said it last week. Like, my, the love of money is the root of all evil, but, like, some money can make you happy. And, like, if you're trying it, – it, basically, it's this – are you going to put other people's like happiness? Because not only will you have to pay to fly to this wedding, you're going to have to pay to stay somewhere. You're going to have to pay to eat forever long. You're going to be there. You're going to have to get the bride and groom a gift because that's what tradition dictates. So do you really want to put all those ducats, especially into people you don't even like? Yeah. So the husband doesn't know, but the wife say we had some good memories. So one person said, maybe just choose one wedding and just happen to have a vacation there. So if someone's getting married in Hawaii, thinking, go to the wedding and also just enjoy Hawaii and just fuck everyone else's. There you go. I say that too. Like, I would just pick the destination wedding of the person that you like the most out of all these people. And or and or if you hate all them equally, you pick the one, the destination that you would want to go to the most. <laughs> Yeah, because it's up to the wife, because I'm thinking they said the wife is cool, but she wants to do it. So it's so like kind of like closure of all those friendships or just I'm thinking probably I'm just thinking probably choose a wedding or two and just make a whole vacation out of it. So you're not just spending more time with people. I'm guessing the husband doesn't know them and the wife, I guess, somewhat knows them. So I'm just thinking, let's just enjoy the area, depending on where the area is yeah I can concur with that but like no you're not the asshole like there ain't no way like even if I had money like that I wouldn't go and even if I had money like that and I liked all these people I wouldn't go I'll be like girl I'll throw you a party when you come back like, I'll throw you like a small little gathering you can come to my house and like we can have like we could chill I'll pay for some food or something but I'm not going to your wedding like that that's a no yeah only person I would go to a destination wedding for that cost a whole bunch of money would be Belmar's <laughs> yeah i guess it depends um uh, my significant other Brisium rip said he still asked me about the taco bell wedding in las vegas i'm a maybe on las vegas but a hell no on the taco bell wedding because i'm not crazy like taco bell like that 
<laughs> maybe engagement party at most a compromise on that but yeah everything else now no 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 we're not about to like have diablo sauce all over the floor at this wedding okay i'm not here for it like and we're not about to have the dinner be doritos locos tacos okay i'm not gonna have what about the cheesy gordita crunch no <laughs> no from me all right moving on um we did talk about relationships briefly earlier in the conversation about um covid so i'm on reddit relationships yay and we're talked we talked about learning about people and so this person said that their friend who was a 25 year old female came out as poly which i'm assuming means polyamorous like like that term um and is now actively looking to date someone some of our friends and i'm conflicted so this person just says, I don't really know how I, how to feel. I'm 100% reportive of her being poly, finding other boyfriends and girlfriends, et cetera, and her boyfriend seems okay with it. But now I get a weird feeling about her trying to hang out with me and this other friend. We have two male friends we see pretty often together and play games with. She's been flirting with both of them in cringy ways. They're both single, nerdy, quiet guys, and I feel for them trying to find love. I myself am a dude but I am a gay and I've known my poly friends since she was a kid and also she's not attracted to me. And it's not that it's poly for this person, I get uh, for this person or that she's my close friend or anything like that. It's just that she's kind of ruining what was a nice platonic group by being overly flirty and cringy. Now I'm afraid to go out with them at all or even hang out or play games because I don't want to have to cringe. She's been extremely eager to have us all meet up again after zoning in on one of my friends and expressing her interest in him. Whereas before she would never want to go anywhere new or anything like that and hardly left the house, now she wants to meet up with all of us and do whatever anyone wants and doesn't seem as enthusiastic to just be with me. So in a way I'm feeling I'm being used just to get to other boys that we hang out with and it's kind of wearing on my longtime friendship with her. The way she's talking about one of them is making me feel like she wants to sink her claws into him and I'm pretty sure she just wants one monogamous girlfriend. Oh, this is a lot of information, sir. Um, like in one paragraph that doesn't stitch together well. Um, again, I'd be pretty cool with all of it if it wasn't her being outwardly flirty with guys I've known for years and care about. She can also be very defensive and combative, so bringing this up with her is a no-go unless I express concern gently. Maybe I'll just wait out the storm until she either dates one of them or gets bored and move on. moves on. She's never expressed interest in either guy before, and this has been around them as long as I have since college. She should be able to happily spread her wings, but to me, meeting new people would probably be healthy for her and people in our friend groups. I fear things getting awkward if stuff doesn't work out. Then they've done that with my own situation with a guy in a friend group. Too long didn't read. My friend is making me question her motives for hanging out more with me and my other guy friends because she has chosen to pursue one as a crush. She's also newly out as poly and is in a long-term relationship. So that was a lot. Um, in summation for me, basically this girl is, this girl's polyamorous. She's trying to date and she's trying to date in their friend group. Um, I don't know why he threw in the thing about one monogamous girlfriend. It has nothing to do with this, but like, um, so essentially he's feeling awkward because he feels like he's being used to be able to get to his other friends. And like, he doesn't even want to hang out with him anymore because like she, he feels like she's going to like, you know, just make things awkward and cringy with their flirting. Um, so I'll say this. Oh, I talked about this last week. This is kind of a good, like, like connector. Cause I talked about this last week about like why people are so weird about friends, like your ex is dating your friends, even though this is not technically your ex, like your friends dating your friends. Um, I also kind of feel the same way. Like who cares? 
like they're your friends yeah. like they're I get that they're your group and like that changes like the dynamic a little bit but if y'all are solid enough people and solid enough friends that should not be that should not affect your friendship you if I were me I would stay out of that shit I'd be like okay cool like you if that's who you want that's who you want um and I feel like that should be the same for you sir if she wants one of your friends then you make it clear to her hey that's your business don't use me to try to get to some of my other friends because I don't want to be involved in your business right your relationships that's on you okay I feel like you shouldn't let that affect your friend group and if if you must then you just sit down and you talk to them about it right you'd be like hey dude I just want to let you know um that like we'll always be friends well I mean I don't know if she wants you to tell them that she has a crush on them I feel like you should just it might be just you that feels like you know yeah I mean I guess being in a similar situation one of my friends try to date my other friends mm -hmm. and I guess knowing about uh my friend Jazzy and how much of a playboy and how bored he gets I might have to recommend and say this is the walking so I'm not sure if it's a similar situation where you know this person likes to play games just using one friend to get to another friend and flirt with the other friend and realizing how bored that friend is with other people when they're dating so i guess maybe they may feel a little bit icky about that i guess it probably shouldn't matter because your stuff is your stuff i'm just thinking oh so and so and i we broke up we didn't work out so you it's either him or me so i'm just thinking are you gonna put yourself in that bad situation I guess and that's kind of like where the awkwardness comes when like two friends date each other. So I'm thinking probably give his male friends like a heads up. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking whatever happens between you two, that's between you two. I'm thinking don't bring your drama here because let's say if it doesn't work out, then shit will hit the fan and probably make things awkward between fans, um, friends, not fans, friends. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> no and i agree and it's also the same idea of how bad is she like because you're describing this girl like you said i hate when people say that about women they're like she's gonna get her claws into him and it's just kind of like it is she that bad like is she is she really like that bad to date like to where you would just be all like don't do it and like if y'all have all known each other as long as you say you do, like, cause you said these people, these two other random guys, they mm -hmm. know, they've known her since college. So it's just kind of like, they should also know how she is as a person as well. And they're big ass men at their grown ass age. They can determine whether or not they want to be with that girl um, or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that really doesn't have, honestly, at the end of the day, this really doesn't have anything to do with you. If she gets with one of your friends or not, what has to do with you is, you making it clear that, hey, I feel like you're using me to get to my other friends. And I just want you to know, like Belmars and I just said, keep me out of that shit. Okay. Right. Like, ain't none of my business. All right. Like, so, I mean, I would just make that clear. And I would just, um, you know, like, mind you, mind your business. Like, mind your business. Grown people who you want to be in relationships with will not do this whole thing that Belmar described, where they're like, it's either him or me. Like, it's like, uh, no, because why the fuck are you giving me an ultimatum about friendship? Like, that's weird. Like, I didn't have anything to do with your breakup. What the fuck? Like, yeah. So, 
that's our advice to you sir good luck um with that um belmars what's yours no, no, am no. i the asshole for complimenting a black woman's hair okay i she's a 30 year old female whiter than process sheet of printer paper decide to be black tina yay european colonization sarcastic i also enjoy finding things that i can compliment in strangers when i have to interact with them I try not to be creepy or flirty, so the compliments usually steer away from physical traits. I might tell my server at the restaurant that they have really fun pen, the bank tell that they have an awesome demeanor, or point out how cool the frames or their glasses are. Mm-hmm. The one physical trait sometimes I compliment though is hair. Usually when a person that I'm interacting with has, has fantasy hair too, when they hold dye buddies dance, or when a chosen hairstyle is impressive, like there's so many amazing cuts of braids, it's incredible. I agree. A friend was accompanying me so we can both get back. No sarcasm in this way. And our nurse had a lovely full fro. As we made small talk, I mentioned her hair was really beautiful. She said she thanked me and then our conversation moved on. As we left, my friend told me it was really insensitive of me to point out a Black woman's hair. I thought she was joking and I replied, I'm sure she was aware that was there before. She got really furious and compared it to touching without permission, say I was fetishizing other and othering poor women. She involved a couple of our friends, all white and this who are all disappointed in me and now i'm worried that i might have done something really insensitive racist while trying to be nice am i the asshole edit i really didn't expect this game much traction thank you for everyone especially those who are black yourselves so i'm guessing from a black woman no you're not an asshole and your friend who's white is just being oversensitive no is that a black woman yeah, I would say your friend is actually being an asshole, but go on. <laughs> yeah, so as a Black woman, I love when people compliment my hair. I'm thinking, oh, your hair, because I put a lot of effort in my hair. Like with these braids, these took five and a half hours to get these passion twists put in and people complimented no matter what race, your hair looks very beautiful. Thank you. Yes, I thank you for the compliment, especially the lady who's a nurse who got her hair full fro. I'm thinking what you did was just a compliment and you didn't say anything nefarious or fetishized. If you didn't touch it, that's good. So I'm just thinking all your white friends are just tripping. Yeah, your white friends are definitely tripping. And the fact that they would really like try to put that onus on you, like they're some sort of expert in black, like trauma or like black issues is weird like i i feel like it's over allyship right like oh my god how dare you point out like girl like so i'm just never supposed to speak look or like interact with a black person ever again like (laughs) it would be one thing if like this woman had said oh your hair is pretty for a black girl that's an insult like but just to be like oh my god i love your hair so beautiful that's amazing i love that shit too like whenever people come up to me and they're like oh my god i love your hair i'm like Thank you. It's genetics. Yes, and I love complimenting my other friends' hair because a lot of them like to experiment with their hair because, you know, they like to cut it short, dye different colors, and thinking your hair looks cute. I like it on you. So I'm just thinking just complimenting your hair, what you did was just fine. And yes, as a Black person, I love compliments on my hair. Oh, we love it. We love that shit because we get complimented on rarely anything else. So yes, (laughs) give us all of that. Like just... Yeah, your friends are your friends are tripping. Um, and you basically need to tell those bitches to settle the fuck down. Okay, like Yeah, so you can compliment a black person. Sure, you can even ask questions. I'm thinking, yes, I do a lot because even with my friends, I'm thinking some of them don't do anything with their hair, lucky bastards. And me, who's like a whole ritual and arm workout combing my hair. 
I don't listen. That's me. She's talking about me. I don't do shit with this. Like, like <laughs> half the time, like, unless I like, I'm really trying to impress myself that day. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do like space buns or I'm going to do like, and it don't even, it don't take that long either. Like, so the, the most workout I have to do is when I like am in the shower and I wash it like for my weekly showers. But yeah, for me, it's like detangling it. I'm going to do a whole arm workout, cut off the passion twist, detangling it. And also I got another artwork because I'm uh, arm workout working out with Munchie's hair because her dad was lazy and didn't do anything. So here I am doing her hair. So I'm thinking you're horrible. <laughs> but no, her hair is gorgeous, long, a lot of hair. It's too much. I got like carpal tunnel from it. So yes. Yeah, so. I know. Listen, it's work, child, but like we're beautiful so like we do it like <laughs> okay last one um so a 27 year old woman found out that she has been a side piece to uh i suppose her 32 year old um boyfriend um can he's having an affair with a 50 year old woman wild all right uh yeah, so yeah. She says that she got into a relationship with her coworker, a mistake number one, two and a half years ago. He's very charming and so attractive and they get along, blah, blah, blah. Um, she had a huge crush on him, blah, blah, blah. He's always had a friend of 50 and their friendship bothered me since before he asked me for my number. I gave him umpteen million chances to be honest about her. She was married for a while, but I always said she and her husband was going to divorce and she'd be with my now ex. Okay, this man has a daughter that he let me get close to. He moved into the apartment complex next to me. Suddenly this spring, he stopped coming over as much and always had excuses. One day on the way to work, I saw her leaving his apartment complex. I called him out at work and he said he didn't know. Next morning, she was there again, called him out, didn't know. In my outrage, I called him out and she and said she left her husband to live with him. He finally cracked and told me she was in a, in a what situation? In a DV situation with her son and has to be away from him for a certain period of time before going back. So she sleeps on the couch or on an air mattress every night and has never slept in his bed. Okay, fine. I'll believe your story. Here we are months later and literally this week he has tried to convince me that I'm his person and that if I'm not the one for him, there's no one for him. He told me yesterday morning that he's making her get her shit together and move out. Tells me they don't spend time together. I'm falling for the BS as per usual. And then I bump into her at the store. I've been telling him that if I see her in public, I'm going to find out the truth. And honey, let me tell you, like, I didn't say that she said that in this thing. I did. <laughs> I asked if she knew who I was and she didn't. And when I explained that I had been dating him for two and a half years, she was confused. She was caught in her tracks. When I asked her if he had been cheating on me with her, that's when she realized I'm in business. And she said, let's go talk to him. He's in the parking lot. On the way out, I asked her if she sleeps on the couch and she laughed and said, I sleep against his body every night. <laughs> she slung his truck door open and said, I met your friend. And I said the same. He didn't say a word. We both talked a lot and he was silent. She says he spends the weekends with his family, spent Thanksgiving and Christmas with him. Even though Christmas morning, I was a huge part in getting his daughter a big gift. And then he and his daughter came over to exchange gifts with me before I went out of town. I made a comment about knowing she wasn't sleeping on that and comfy couch every night. And she was pissed that I had been in the apartment. Even though the last time I was there, she was still married and living with her husband. She thanked me over and over for coming up to her. She had no plans of moving out, even though that's what he had literally texted me five minutes before this happened when she got out of his truck 
she gave me a hug and we exchanged numbers. He told me, sorry, I didn't get a chance to talk to him because she wanted to listen. He looked at her and said, do we not have a hard conversation this morning? And she was annoyed. Oh, and his daughter FaceTime her in the middle of all of it. Why do y'all keep giving me all this random information in one paragraph? Anyway, <laughs> like it just, it's unrelated. Anyway, this is my relationship too, but I don't get any of the closure of breaking up or having an actual conversation and it's devastating. It was a secret side chick all along. I texted her and thanked her for not dismissing me. I texted in my closing thoughts. He replied eight hours later saying he's a terrible person and he's sorry. I told him I was right all along. He said, not that you care, but I'm getting help. I am so hurt. I love this man and made some excuses. Blah, 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 blah. Med family, seem at work, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. I locked in my lease for a year, so on and so forth. Whatever. Anyway, that's, that's basically the whole thing. So essentially, she was in a relationship with this man who was also in a relationship with a 50-year-old woman. Um, and he has a daughter and so on and so forth. So... Um, I'm just thinking just leave him because he wasn't honest before and I'm thinking the way you get him is the way you lose him so I'm just thinking just leave him because he just seems like so much fucking drama yeah girl I I really don't have any thoughts because it seems like the relationship is over anyway and so like I understand here's my thing like, and this has been said to me before, and I'll never forget this because I feel like it's just so crazy to me as a woman, but like men will tell you all the time that they don't need closure. Like they don't need closure. So like for us, it's like, I need to know why you did it. I need to know how you could do it. Like, I need to know um, this, that, and the fourth, like when it happened, so on and so forth, give me the five W's or whatever. And men are just kind of like, for what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, that doesn't matter to them. Right. So like. My thing is you're upset about the fact that you're not going to get closure, but why do you need closure from this man? Because like, from what it sounds like, you knew from the beginning that this was going to happen. You basically have a self-fulfilling prophecy because you said that you didn't like their friendship from the beginning and that he was going to leave her husband for your boyfriend. So it sounded like you ignored your own gut. Now, I'm not saying that what he did wasn't foul. Like, that's yeah. on him. He cheated. He's still, an, he's still an asshole. But you, on the other hand, knew. You knew because you, unless you lying and you trying to, like, puff yourself up for clout in this, like, like, letter or whatever. But then I wouldn't even have said that if I actually like if that wasn't true because now you're making yourself look foolish like you knew all along that what was what was what it was about and right. you still went ahead and did it anyway like can't be me child can't be me yeah. but i'm just saying you don't need you don't need closure from this man because what for what like what what is it going to give you he he's friend he was friends with this woman they she cheated on her, you with her or you were the side chick or whatever um and that's it like he doesn't have any other explanation for you i'm honestly like obviously now like maybe you want to know why he lied about it but like he lied because of the reason all other men lie about why they cheat like because they mean? can because they can right exactly like Belmars, do you have anything else to say? Because I really, I really don't like. 
Yeah, I'm just thinking he cheated because he can. He want to have his cake and eat it too. And just thinking he probably juggled it and then to the point he just blew up in his face and thinking, oh, damn. I mean, yeah, you want to ask him why he did it, how he did it, and thinking, did he thought this all the way through? I mean, yeah, I understand being lied to and cheated out of, and you just want to know, like, fucking why, how long you expect me to string me along for this, mm-hmm. and thinking, how many other women are there? I mean, that's one of the questions I would have. Right. But yeah, I'm just thinking it's better yet, because whatever he's giving you, whatever D is probably not worth it. Right, like... I'm just saying, like, is it? And also, this man is your coworker. Is it worth your job if you like it enough to really get into this with him? Like, I'm yes, just saying. And I'm more make sure you don't shit where you eat. So can't be coworkers and dating at the same time. Give it to one of my other friends who has a habit of like want to date coworkers, and I have to tell him you should not. Listen, I get it. I almost did that shit too. In fact, this story is actually almost too close to home because like I I almost went there as well with a coworker and like he lucky for me that man was dumb and wore his wedding ring one day and I noticed (laughs) (laughs) and so like I quickly shut that down but I'm just saying if I had had any inkling beforehand that he might have a girlfriend I wouldn't have I wouldn't have even like if I were like saying something like you said like somebody had a friendship and I knew about it and I was like oh they gonna get together I would have never why would I want to make myself look like boo boo the clown why don't I just do like that meme and just color my face white and then make those little triangles on my eyes and then color (laughs) my lips red and be the clown no ma'am I did not Sign up to be in a circus, bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, communication, everyone. Yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you gotta do research on the people that you you're trying to get with it's it's really yeah. important because you never know who could be a ted bundy or just like you know a nick cannon you actually one of my one of my former co-workers actually dated nick cannon well except he got a pregnant uh married woman pregnant so and then got her pregnant they both gave birth around the same time but he won the lottery though and he lives in, in a wealthy part of Houston so good for him I guess <laughs> good for him. He, he had a daughter he always wanted a son so he got two there you go <laughs> listen um oh that's all I have um everyone be safe out there like uh there's fucking monkey pox in the streets. Like there's monkey pox in the streets. So like be just wear your mask, bitches. Um, like it's not worth it to get monkey pox. Can you imagine trying to explain to somebody that you care about? Hey, why didn't you come out this weekend? Oh girl, I have monkey pox. <laughs> you goddamn weeds. People thinking you done well with the monkey, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you really want to have to explain that to somebody? Oh girl, I got monkey pox. 
I mean, no, it was me and my family. I know my sister Stu will be roasting you like, how the fuck you got monkey pox? Listen, I can hear it already. <laughs> and I, it makes me smile. <laughs> Just roast the fuck out of you. Like, girl, the fuck? Oops. So yes, people, please continue to wear your masks. Um, you know, be, be careful when you meet people, like, you know, vet those hoes make these people stay three feet or more away from you because we're not about that life and um yeah like demand what you want yes about what you want please get vaccinated because all deaths from corona come from those that are unvaccinated so of course i'm gonna be biased and say get the moderna or just get whatever you could get I got Pfizer. I was like literally out for a whole day though. Yeah. I mean, Moderna just made me sleepy. The second dose was awesome. I was just chilling. I could have gone to work, but I just thinking I already took this day off. That's right. Like, nah, we're not here for it. So get your vaccines and like, don't like, just don't not do it because you hear a whole bunch of horror stories. Like I literally heard a horror story the other day what was my oh yeah uh my my cousin like was talking about how some woman had a flare-up in her leg and I'm like okay but she you're not her like (laughs) like you don't have some underlying condition probably so like you don't you don't need to worry about that so I need y'all to I need y'all to do better okay as Michelle Obama said be better and as um um melania trump stole be best (laughs) (laughs) okay great (laughs) bye hoes (laughs) bye take care of yourselves